You're listening to Deliberate Living, the podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a nomad, coach, creator, and outdoors woman. And I'm Beers, a vagabond, joy artist, permissionary, and story breaker. We explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms. Finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Welcome to another episode of the Deliberate Living Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Holly Priestley. And I'm your co-host, Nathan Beers. And this week, we're going to kind of take a deep dive into a topic that we both feel very strongly about and we want to share more of with the world. And that is why and how to support independent creatives. Yes, I love Love, love, love getting to support people whose work I enjoy. And yeah, I'm excited for this conversation. Yeah, I feel like a lot of our audience is going to resonate with it, either because they are creatives or they support creatives. Um, Or even I feel like that whole, you know, support local business, small business is like a gateway into supporting creatives and independent creatives. And so hopefully today we can give them like a little more of the background, a little more holistic view of things and like maybe some more like creative ways to support people that you might not have thought about. Um, And we're also hoping that this podcast episode can be a resource for creatives to share with their audiences and be like, here it is in one pretty little package about how and why you should support people like me and my friends and all of that. And so that's really what we're hoping that it's going to be a good resource that has all the answers. (laughs) Or most of them, not all. I take it back. That's too much pressure. Not all the answers. Most of the, a lot of, a lot of, quite <laughs> a, a lot few of answers. answers. A lot of answers. answers. Some answers. Some answers. Some answers. <laughs> there we go. There we go. So backpedal, 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 backpedal. <laughs> <laughs> Set the bar. Bar is very heavy. Yeah. Let's yeah. just low. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah. bar. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess the, before we get into the how, yeah. um, why? 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 Um, there are a ton of reasons why you should support small business and your independent creatives, local or otherwise. Um, one of the reasons is that it validates the hard work and the vulnerability of the person who is creating and sharing the work. Sharing mm. work is so hard. It feels like like in the making of it, sometimes it feels bad, sometimes it feels good, but usually by the end, you're like, oh, I feel some kind of release. Like it's really cathartic, like a little bit orgasmic sometimes or like a birth. Like it's either super fun and amazing or it's like really hard and you're glad it's over. And so then deciding to like share that with somebody else or with the public via the internet or like at a local gallery or a show or a market or something just feels like you're putting your soul on a plate and people get to say whether they like it or not. And that is really hard. And sometimes like if people like it, you can still feel icky about it. Or if they don't like it, you feel icky about it. Or if you get complete silence, you feel, you definitely feel icky about it because you put yourself out there. And so one of the top reasons you should support your local independent creatives is that it's really fucking hard and we need some validation. Hmm. I love that. Uh, it's 
it's really important to me to hear that perspective from you as a creative. Uh, I, I am a creative as well, um, but I don't know, in a bit of a different way, perhaps. Uh, and most of my orientation has been towards being, being the one to support, to offer support. And so to hear your perspective on part of why that's important to you to receive that support and jump some of the internal struggle struggles that you experience uh and and why that validation is is so very important mm, that's just yummy see that's interesting to me that like to me that's like well duh, obviously um and i think that that's something that especially as uh creatives who work alone a lot or really anybody who's doing anything creative whether you're independent or you're a graphic designer for a company or you work for an agency or whatever so much of what we're making like we're making it it's coming out of us like it needs some kind of approval and so when it doesn't get the approval that you know we're hoping that it will get it can feel like kind of like a personal attack or not, maybe not attack, mm. maybe just like we didn't measure up. We were inadequate. Like right. this isn't good enough. Um, and especially in a capitalistic society, like you want to measure up because part of that is paying your bills. And like, if you get seen as valuable, you'll get more work. And the more work you do, the more confidence you grow, but it's, it's, it's always going to be a part of your soul. It's always going to be something that I made versus like if you're working on a factory line like you're making something every day but it's not necessarily of your like of your creation right like yeah. you're making something according to somebody else and so yeah it's super like it's like the soft underbelly of a creative is like what do y'all think and like it's it really uncomfortable to share sometimes yeah hmm so I think the the second reason people should share um, and support and validate uh, creatives, especially online, especially with the internet being what it is, uh, you know, before the internet, how did art get shared around, right? Like it was very uh, kind of a microcosm unless, you know, you were very big and you got into museums or galleries or whatever, but pre-internet, you know, creativity was kind of geographically like located. Like I live here, yeah, I yeah. work here and this is where my work is. But now that we have the internet, it's really important to support creatives work so that you can support creativity in the general public more, right? Because that's how right. algorithms work. That's how social media works. If you like this person's thing, if you interact with this person's thing, then other people are going to see it. And if other people see it, that's going to encourage more creativity. It's going to support more creativity. It's going to birth more creativity in others. And hopefully, you know, in all the generations from kids to, you know, great, great, great grandparents. And like only good can come from that, promoting mm -hmm. creativity in the general public. And that's, that's a lot of my perspective on it is, I, I mean, I love 
getting to help encourage creatives to create more, which is that that validation aspect of, uh, of yes, I love what you're doing, keep doing it. Uh, and also from like a societal perspective, mm-hmm. it's having more creative expression I firmly believe is is such a vitally important thing to this world. Uh, it it introduces new ideas, new concepts, new uh, new ways of seeing beauty, of questioning things, and that's what keeps us as a species as a part of planet Earth's ecosystem. That's what keeps us progressing and changing and learning how to do things a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. And, and yeah, the more, the more we can do individually and the more we can do collectively to support the arts and to support creativity, the the longer I think we as a species will be around. Yeah, I think that's 100% true. I think that the world needs more art and more artists and more creativity. And it's good for an individual soul. It's good for the community soul. Um, I feel like you know, with the innovation that humans have created over the years, like that comes from creativity. And so sometimes, especially in current and recent American culture, um, you know, STEM has gotten a lot of attention, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Um, And somehow some people think that that is completely separate from the arts and from creativity. But as someone who went to an engineering school and who was always in science and math classes um, and and advanced science and math classes in school, uh, like there's a lot of fucking creativity that Mm -hmm. goes into engineering and science and that sort of thing. And so to, to separate them so much and be like, this is art and it's frivolous and it's dumb and this is science and it's amazing and it's what's going to progress society. Like that's an impossible barrier to make. Like science and engineering and technology and advancement and inventions and all of that is creativity and is art. And so sharing more of it, like creativity is basically like a mashup, right? Like the essence of creating something is, is linking things that have previously been unlinked you know, in your own mind or in the world as a whole, like nothing is really new. Everything came from somewhere else. Right. So it's not necessarily like everything's been done before, but everything has been done before. That's a different topic. Right. <laughs> uh, it's more like taking the things that have been done before and putting them out in a new way or putting them out in your new voice and promoting creativity in the general public and in your own life, or if you have kids in their lives, or if you have friends, you know, just just fucking in general, all the ripples that you can make. If you're promoting creativity, you're going to promote more solutions to new problems, inventions. Uh, you're going to promote new and probably more effective communication. That's one of the mm-hmm. huge things that arts does is that it communicates in ways that haven't been done before. And really like this whole, you know, arts 
programs or like the art industry being like defunded or being minimized or being uh, labeled as frivolous and dumb is in itself frivolous and dumb because arts and the creatives are not even a little bit. If you look historically, just to take another tangent, if you look historically <laughs> at like the Great Depression or World Wars one and two and potentially three, <laughs> that's what's happening right now. Um, things in the world were really, really bad and people you know, were worried about their safety and their lives and their families and all of that. And spending at theaters increased, right? Because people need an escape. They need like a way out even during the hardest times, especially during the hardest right. times. And so even in times of great advancement or great turmoil or great pause, people still need the arts because it provides rest and rejuvenation and beauty as well as solutions inventions and communication like it's really it's really just fucking amazing it is the magic serum and everyone needs more art in their lives yes i the that juxtaposition between like science technology and art that mm -hmm. seems to exist so much in our world that's that's one of the things i appreciate so very much about things like TED Talks over the last 15 to 20 years of it. TED, for those that don't know, stands for Technology, Entertainment, and Design. So it's that technology and entertainment design, which is the arts. And it's, and it's all about, I'm sure everybody listening has, has seen some TED Talk, but it's mm -hmm. all about these, the sharing of ideas that are using new or old technology in creative, productive ways that really have, a, have the potential to affect and change our world. It seems to me an increasing number of things that really seek to marry these two together instead of have this wedge between them. But like in our education system, like they're I mean, I was in middle school almost 30 years ago. And the and oh my God, at, we're getting so old. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and and at that time, like I remember like I was I was involved in orchestra and art and uh and even more of the arts once I got into high school, but uh the I remember writing letters and getting involved in efforts to stop the defunding of all these programs that would just have removed even band and orchestra from the schools. Uh, and uh, thankfully that didn't happen, but those, those efforts at collectively defunding the arts uh, are, are there's continual push from that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, and it's just so important to remember and to help society remember uh, and keep in the forefront of our minds how important art and art education uh, on that end of things are. Yeah, I completely agree. I think that it's a societal issue that we can <clears throat> that we can address especially like our generation 
excuse me, um, you know, we have a lot more impact than we realize. We have a lot more impact than the boomers would prefer we have. We have a lot <laughs> of impact and we can change things. And so yeah. having these conversations and sharing about the importance of the arts and creativity, I think will have a huge impact on the future. You know, mm -hmm. like we vote with our votes, we vote with our voices, we vote with our dollars and we can, we can change the world and maybe that's just like an idealistic like arty way to look at things but like fuck it what's wrong with that there's no with our that. time and attention yeah we vote with our time and attention and so yeah. i think what are we on the third the third major reason on why you should support the arts is because it puts money in the hands of actual human beings and not just in giant corporations whose owners build dick-shaped rockets and want to go play astronaut for a day. Um, so that's like a huge thing. Like if you want to make societal change, give the money to the people so that we can continue to vote with our time and our energy and our dollar bills. Mm. Like you can make such a difference when you, you've seen the memes, you've seen the videos, you've seen all the stories about if you spend money at a small business, they do a little dance. They do a little dance. They, sometimes they do a big dance. Like it's so exciting. We talk about it a lot. Support creatives uh, because we need more dancing in this world. We need more <laughs> dancing in this world. Like if you support, if you supported me six months ago, you were putting gas in my tank. Like that was, or food in my cooler, you know, and you still are. What but a coincidence. <laughs> what a coincidence. Oh my God, that should be a thing. Can we make that a thing? Have you, have you seen that video? No, is that already a thing? It's a video about, oh, after, after this. And both Holly and the audience, after this, go to YouTube and search for coincidence original video. Okay. And it's this amazing little dance number where it's these two guys who uh meet and they both have this really clever dance the really weird dance and it spreads all across the world and they cancel all the wars and <laughs> it's it's just it's it's humorous and delightful okay. well i'm glad that it's already a thing and <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was but somebody's creative uh creative expression yeah, showing how art and creativity can change the world, can save the world, can make it a better place. And we have the power to do that mm -hmm. by sharing our dollars where it matters and not yes. giving Jeff Bezos more money. Or like, you know, a bunch of other terrible people, but like he's one of the big ones. <laughs> <laughs> can you think of any other reasons why people should support the arts that we have not touched on here? Yeah, I think I think it's important to support the arts because it feels good <laughs> yeah that's true because, i actually do have that on my list and i completely forgot it oh uh, it, it just good. it i know for me when i support the arts one like i i feel good about myself uh which that's always yum uh <laughs> i often if i'm making a purchase of a piece of art or jewelry or or some tool that a friend has made uh or that another cr creative i've connected with online has made uh it it's often something that has so much 
love and and creative energy put into it that using that or displaying that item just has added layers that just feels so so much better than than using or wearing or displaying something that you got off a shelf or a hanger at at a store uh or that you clicked and and got online uh from a massive warehouse and it's yeah it just it feels good yeah it feels really good to know that your money is supporting a person like mm-hmm. the actual that the transaction itself feels good a buying stuff releases dopamine in your brain so you feel good doing that but like there's a lasting benefit knowing that you're supporting a human being you're validating them you're validating their hard work you're making them feel good you're giving them money to buy groceries or dog food um and then you get to have that thing that thing that a human being made like in your life you get to use it you get to look at it you get to gift it you get you know whatever it is and like, it's just like, it's a, it's a never ending well of just, oh, that feels nice. That feels yeah. nice. That feels and there's, nice. there's actual energy and actual love and mm-hmm. actual peace of that person uh, yeah. that you support that went into whatever that is. And, mm-hmm. and it just energetically, it really truly just feels different. Yeah. Yeah, because so much time went into making that thing. And like, Mm -hmm. even if the thing itself, that one, like if somebody uh, is really good at making, I don't know, a piece of jewelry and it takes them, you know, like an hour to make this one piece of jewelry that you're absolutely in love with. Like it didn't take them an hour to make that piece of jewelry. It took them years to learn how to make that piece of jewelry. It took them years to get up the courage to learn how to make that piece of jewelry. It took them years to get the courage to share that piece of jewelry with the world, right? Like that's all part of the validation. So much work goes into supporting creatives and so much work comes out of creatives that you never get to see. Like even producing this podcast, like we produce a show that's like 30 to 60 ish minutes uh, a week. And it takes us, you know, longer than that to record it. It takes us probably three or four times longer than that to edit it, to export it, to upload it, to schedule it, to do all the work that comes out to it, to promote it once it's out, to respond to comments and, you know, do all of that sort of thing. And like, it seems easy enough to go to your podcasting app, download it, listen to it for, you know, however long it is. Uh, and that's it, but that's not it, right? And the, right. the person who, I'm a huge fan of jewelry. And so I like really supporting jewelry makers. And I know what goes into the jewelry making process. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's so much more than it looks like. It's so much more than you see, or, you know, for me, for knitting or my painting or my photography, I, I have to learn how to do that. I've been knitting, the reason I can knit the way that I can now is because I've been doing it for 20 fucking years. Right. And so like there's time and sweat and tears, literally lots of blood involved in learning new skills. And then and then there's that emotional uh, struggle to feel comfortable sharing and then to continue sharing after you don't get the response that you want. Um, And it's just 
hard. And so when you support people, you get to like have all of that good energy that took 20 years to learn this skill or that took, you know, a few months or a few therapy sessions to get to the point where you could share it. Like there's so much that goes into that and so much gratitude and that energy of gratitude travels with the thing that you bought, you know, like that just yes. is only good feels. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the, that's the why. Mm-hmm. How? 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 There are, there are so many, so many ways <laughs> to support your, your favorite creatives or your not favorite creatives. There are so many ways to support creatives. Um, and a lot of them are free. You don't just have to support creatives with your money because I know a lot of us are on super strict budgets, super tight budgets, can't always, you know, be a patron of the arts. <laughs> Um, and so let's talk about free ways to support. I talked about earlier how we are in a super unique uh, phase in the world where the internet is a thing. Um, and so the ways that you can support creatives online are like, uh, there's, there's a myriad of them. You can like follow their social media accounts on all the social medias that you have. You should be interacting with their posts in some way because it's technology, there are algorithms algorithms like when people interact with each other they want to see those like authentic connections and the more algorithms are developing over the last 10 years they've changed so fucking much but they're getting to the point where like it's actually really smart and it can tell authentic connection versus inauthentic connection so right. the more connection you can have with it the better like liking commenting sharing saving is kind of a big thing right now um, I've actually created on Instagram. I have a, um, you can save into like different collections mm -hmm. and I have one that's just called four friends. And it Aww. is one where I will go through and I'll save things from friends to, to that collection to kind of have them all kind of grouped together, mm -hmm. um, specifically to help boost the algorithm. Yeah. And like, that's a totally free thing. And, you know, so many of us are already on social media anyway, while you're scrolling, do a like, hit the save. If you're on a, a platform that has the notification bell, do the notification bell, you know, maybe not for everybody because that could be really annoying for you, but like the ones that you really care about and want to support, like, it's not that hard. Uh, and then if you like see a post um, or an item or a class or a podcast or a video or whatever that you that makes you think of somebody else, uh, share it with that specific person. Like word of mouth is absolutely huge. It always has been pre-internet, current internet, post-internet. Uh, you know, word of mouth is always going to be huge. And so any way that you can provide that digitally is also great. So like platforms where you can leave reviews. Um, where you can share if you bought something from somebody, you know, share, oh, I bought this and I love it. Thank you so much. Like word of mouth is, is huge and it's free and it helps yeah. everybody. Yeah. Do you have any uh, comments on those sorts of things? Uh, well, you mentioned jewelry and I, I really enjoy when I'm wearing pieces like that I'll get a question on it and I get to tell oh. people about who made it or where I got it from. And, and yeah, that's, that's that word of mouth that just comes from 
in in literally enjoying what mm-hmm. I have. Uh, yeah, I have a lot of that too. And when I wear my jewelry, or if I have, you know, I haven't hung the art in my house yet, but I have art from independent artists and people will compliment on them. And I'm like, sweet, let me tell you everything about the maker because like, I know them personally and they're amazing and you should go support them. And here's why Um, I am a size, this kind of ring and yes, please in whatever they're making. Um, So yeah, I mean, saying somebody's name in a crowded room is a really good way to share. And you know, that crowded room might be the internet or it might be a dinner party when we start having those again, or it might be, you know, at the farmer's market when somebody comments on something that you're wearing. Um, or if you overhear someone saying like, oh, I'm looking for the perfect piece. Like, oh, I know someone like talking, yeah. talking about yeah, I, your artists is, is a free and incredibly valuable way to support them. When, when I lived in a house before I became nomadic, I used to host regular dinner parties and movie nights and whatnot at my home. Mm-hmm. And I had a pretty sizable art collection, mostly local artists and or artists that I knew from across the, the country. Uh, but I loved when I, when I got a new piece and I got to put it on the wall at the next dinner party, getting to point it out and and <laughs> would get so many questions about certain pieces from the the friends that would come come over to my home. And it led to many additional purchases from many of these artists. And it was it was just so delicious to uh, I'm really a kick, uh, on a kick with these uh, these like food, uh, food <laughs> terms using them elsewhere. Uh, yeah. but it was, yeah, it was so delicious just to see that support spread just by enjoying and showing others the things that I had loved and, and purchased from creatives. Yeah. It's such a good feeling and the, I mean, the creative is definitely gonna like be so appreciative and it's, it's absolutely huge. Um, so if you can, you know, leave a review anywhere online or share it with a friend, share it with your whole audience, uh, that's a great way to support people. And you don't have to spend, yeah. you don't have to spend a dime, right? You don't have to buy a piece of art to hang in your house. And, you know, yeah. like when I was in a van, it was like, I can't buy art. I can't hang it anywhere. I don't have any walls. but I could still share it. I could still, uh, you know, like share it on my Instagram stories, for example, or, you know, do a little roundup on a post of, you know, 10 of my favorite, like female traveling artists. Like you can make it really specific. You can make it really broad, but that kind of sharing is invaluable to Mm -hmm. your creatives and to people who are, you know, trying to make their way in the world more independently. Um, you, if you're going to be doing some kind of shopping anyway, uh, a lot of creatives, especially like, uh, like people who create some kind of content, like writing, podcasting, uh, videos on YouTube or whatever, a lot of people will have affiliate links. And so if you're going to be doing any kind of shopping, especially on, you know, some of the bigger companies like Amazon, um, and that sort of thing, you can usually find 
uh, an affiliate link to the website you're looking for or to the exact product that you're looking for from a creative's you know, the video description, the podcast description, the blog post, there will be links that will take you to the website you're looking for. And you don't have to buy the thing that it's linked to. You can go to the website through the link, shop for whatever you're shopping for. And then that artist will still get, you know, a couple of pennies a kickback, depending on where it is. Uh, so that's another way. If you're already going to be shopping anyway, shopping for whatever you want, you just click through one of their links and you can support uh, your artists basically for free. They're getting money, but you're not giving it to them. I don't think I realized how uh, expansive that affiliate program was. I, I knew that if I purchased the specific product that was linked to, that they would get a kickback. But I didn't realize that if I just use any the, old link and then, any and then old product, purchased any anything old else, that yes. they would also get a kickback. That yep. is, that's great to know. Yeah. Like that, yeah. like, you, like you could even, you could even bookmark. Uh, bookmark one of their links. Yeah. Bookmark, bookmark one, one of their, their links. links. Yeah. 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 Huh. It's so easy. It's so simple. You're spending the money anyway. They're getting a kickback, but you don't have to like pay extra for them. Right. Right. Or the same thing on like YouTube or something. If you're on YouTube and your creator has ads, you can click on the ads or you can just right. let the ads play. But like they're going to get paid for how many views they have. They're going to get paid for how much, how long the views are if you watch the whole video versus yeah. not the whole video. So if you really want to support, you know, one of your creatives and you don't necessarily want to like watch their video six times or like listen to it, you can have it on in the background on mute and just letting it play will give them ad revenue. Like yeah. it's simple. It's really simple stuff like this that people don't necessarily think about. Like a lot of people talk about interacting with social media posts. Very important. Please keep doing that. And if you're going to be doing online shopping, click one of their affiliate links and then go find whatever the fuck product you want. It doesn't have to be the same product they link. If you're listening to their YouTube or their podcast, click through the ads or like just let it play in the background. They'll still get ad revenue. Like mm -hmm. these are free ways that they can still get money. Right. And you can still support them. Right. Oh, oh, that's great. Two other suggestions I would have for supporting your independent creatives for free. One, if you work uh, like a regular job, you're not an independent creative. Um, maybe you work for a corporation or something. I don't know. I, I haven't had a regular job in a while. <laughs> I don't know what y'all do, but <laughs> I work with companies. Um, I have companies as clients. And one of my most recent clients um, that I get regular work through, I was recommended to them by a friend. I was like, hey, they're looking for more writers. Do you want to be connected with them? Or, hey, I know a writer. Can I connect you to her or him? Uh, and that's a really good way to support your freelancing, um, independent, creative uh, cohorts. Because, you know, that's, again, that's that word of mouth. Like, recommend your graphic designer friend for your company's graphic design needs. Recommend your writer friend for whatever blog or newsletter or social media posts, you know, that your company needs. If you hear around the water cooler, not that you guys have one because you work remotely, but if you hear somewhere along the line, like we're, we're going to be launching this product, like we need a video editor, we need a photographer, we need whatever, right. like recommend your friends for it, get their names out there, do that sort of thing. Um, so that's, that's one. And then the, the last thing um, that I think, like I could talk about this all fucking day, obviously, <laughs> but <laughs> the last a uh, free way that I'm going to mention 
that you can support your friends is to talk to them talk to your creative friends mm. and like ask them specifically about their goals and you know amp them up give them a pep talk like oh, give them more yummy. ideas help them like flesh out what they're gonna do give them encouragement tell them what you like to see and like ask them specifically how you can help them achieve their goals everyone's gonna have different goals right if you asked me what my goals were for the podcast i would have a set of goals for the podcast if you asked me what my goals are for my art i have a set of goals for my art if you ask me my goals for my writing you know whatever and then ask how you can help achieve those goals like these these ways that we've been giving how you can support people are awesome and pretty universal, but your creative may have some other way that they need like emotional support from you or mm -hmm. algorithmic support from you or, you know, some other way. So just have conversations, validate them, give them encouragement and ask them how you can help them specifically. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, Specifically, someone came to mind for me when you were talking about asking them. Uh, it was an artist I met on my travels. Um, I think we were we met up in Prince Edward Island uh, four or five years ago, and I bought a couple paintings from them. And over the next year or so i'd check in periodically and respond to their instagram stories and uh, just asked what what direction they were ultimately wanting to go and their work was very ink based and ultimately they were wanting to get into becoming a tattoo artist and Ooh. being able to over the years just periodically check in on them and when I see a post or an Instagram story that seems to be showing progress towards that goal of getting to respond to them and just uh, in, encourage them and celebrate with them that they're progressing towards their goal. Yes. Uh, that's been, that has been really, really fun and, yeah. and internally rewarding and, 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 uh, from what I've gathered, she's felt really supported from that. And I, Cheers, I love that. Yeah. I mean, that's freaking huge. Like having friends and family and supporters who have been with you long-term, who can see the progress, who can see what's going on, who do touch base periodically, like that level of emotional support is what's the word I'm looking for? I'm totally blanking, but it's, it's irreplaceable. And it's something that you, you can't buy. Yeah. And it's just like, relational. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's amazing. Mm. So there's a ton of ways you can support your creatives. Faux free. Some of the ways they still get money. It's amazing. Right. <laughs> so let's talk about some of the ways you can uh, pay artists if you have that dollar dollar bills that you want to like share around <laughs> <laughs> there are so many ways you can give money to creatives too there so are many. there are <laughs> you know this is this one kind of runs a runs a line between free and not free uh of Oh, this was almost a decade ago. I was dating a woman who was a graduate of a local art college, and she was an amazing artist uh, herself. 
And she had a lot of friends who were uh, artists who were either recent graduates or were preparing to graduate. And they were, they were all trying to get started in their artistic careers. And, and they had these really great portfolios of art that they'd completed. And there are so many, so many shows that there's, there's expensive fees to get into or, or really extensive processes that uh, often, unfortunately, don't dovetail with the same uh, skills that, that creatives have when they are making amazing things. And so I began to host periodic art shows at my home where I would take the, the, the two front rooms in my house and I would, for a weekend, I'd turn it into a gallery space and I would invite uh, two to three artists each time uh, to display their portfolio of work and have it for sale and just do, just do marketing in the community like make some make some social media posts about it uh put up signs as if we were having i can do that yeah like put up signs like 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 for a garage sale or a yard sale just say art sale Mm -hmm. and and like neighbors would come in and and people up and down my street would be buying artwork from these artists that I just invited in to show their art in, in my home for the day. And it was so cool. It was a lot of fun. It was, it was, yeah. And I've, I've not done that in many years, largely because I have really haven't had space for it, but uh, it was, it was fantastic. At the time I lived in, in the city. So there was a lot of foot traffic already and it it was it was a big success and and, and I, I think the most of the artists that participated uh, really really came away feeling well validated uh, that that so many people appreciated it, their art they they came away some of them selling their first pieces ever because some of them were students still which that's that's a that's amazing that's a huge step uh yeah that's incredible and yeah it was um yeah one of one of my favorite ways that i've that i've been able to support uh arts um i love that that's so interesting and that never would have occurred to me but now i'm looking at my house like "Mm, mm, how do we we make that a thing I mean, one of the biggest ways that you can like support artists is by buying their art. And if you, right. you know, you don't have a house where you can support all of the artworks of 60 of your favorite artists, you can still like help the artists get sold to other right. people. I mean, you can, you can buy art for yourself. You can buy art as a gift, you know, and art here is, is anything creative that somebody is selling, whether it's like a physical product or not. 
Um, but you can, you can buy them for yourself. You can buy them as gifts. You can buy them, you know, you could buy them in like a pay it forward kind of way, you know, like I want to buy your next piece of art, but I don't want it. Give it to whoever loves it the most, you know, you could do that that. sort of thing. I think that would be like really, really sweet. Or like you buy it for the artists that they can keep it themselves. You know, if that's what they want to do, there's ways that you can pay the artists for their art. Um, and if you can't, like, that's an incredible way to still support them. Uh, you know, I've, I've also often encountered artists where I know that they spent hours on a piece, yeah. uh, specifically, let alone the amount of time that it took for them to get to where they can create that. And they're selling their stuff in a way that really undervalues their own work. Yep. And chronic undervaluing. Yeah. In the art world, in the creative world. And that's, that's something that I have, uh, I've enjoyed as well being able to do is, is at times paint an artist more than they're asking for. Yep. Because there is so much internal and external pressure to try to compete with the prices Mm -hmm. of things at a big box retailer or uh, to, or just that internal thing of we're always our own worst critics. So we see the flaws in what we create and, and that leads us often uh, among other internal factors to value it less than it actually should be and can Mm -hmm. be. Um, You know, I'm also a fan of, this one is is probably not, not one that many people would be in a place to do, but I've always been a big fan of the Renaissance era uh, patrons mm-hmm. where you would have these, you had all of these amazing artists, uh, Michelangelo and, uh, and, uh, and Da Vinci and whatnot, who would be patroned by somebody who had the financial resources to be able to pay for their creative output. They would actually like live there. They would have the resources and tools and time to be able to create and the encouragement to do that. And uh, that's something that's not real common. Uh, it's probably pretty rare in, in our world today yeah. uh, where we tend to be much more focused on the market and, uh, and how you can buy and sell things. Um, I'm, I'm a big proponent personally of a universal basic income uh, yeah, I think uh, as a society. I think that that would reduce the fear that so many creatives have of trying to get their ideas out there because it creates uh-huh. this every single person has this financial safety net that they're 
basic needs are going to be met. Their basic financial needs are going to be met. They're going to have this reliable income stream, period. So if they go out and they try to put this creative idea out there and it flops, they've not lost everything. They're not Right. destitute. It's a huge uh, financial risk. Right. To it like is. pursue your creativity sometimes. And right. that the logistics of trying to be an independent creative mm-hmm. are kind of a non-starter for a lot of people yeah. in today's world in capitalistic society. Yeah. Like I'm a huge fan of this idea of having like art patronage. And there's uh, platforms that are trying to do that, right? Like mm-hmm. Patreon. Right is a way that you can support your artists these days, but it's not exactly to the, I mean, I guess it can be depending on your audience, but to the it, full extent that you're talking about where like well, one or two people supports one or two people. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, Patreon is a really, really beautiful model because it takes that patronage aspect and marries it with crowdsourcing. So yeah. somebody who not everybody can, can only afford a dollar or $5 or $10 a month mm-hmm are still able to help make a difference. Yeah. And make an impact and collectively can make a really big impact. Uh, and yeah, the, but real quick circling back to the universal basic income. Like I personally think that that would do more than anything really since the Renaissance to have a creative explosion in in our world and society if we were to institute something like that that would be an unprecedented event that i am here for yes (laughs) (laughs) that would be a historically unprecedented event because our generation is just going to keep having those that's one that i could definitely get behind like a creativity explosion because people don't have to fucking work themselves into the ground just to survive yeah and yeah. another thing more in the, like the renaissance type model that i'm in the process of trialing um mm-hmm. with uh, a very very dear friend of mine um she has a creative vision that we've talked extensively about and i love what she's trying to bring into this world. I love this vision that she has. And we, we also really enjoy time together. And that's convenient. Last, what's that? <laughs> convenient. Yes. Yes. And <laughs> last year we were talking and she, she'd been uh, helping a family member with, with some stuff. And that had been kind of occupying much of her time and energy for a while. And she was beginning to orient towards what was next. And she's like, yeah, I'm going to be needing to go and get a job again. And uh, then all my energy is going to be going there. And I just don't know when I'm going to actually have the bandwidth and energy to focus on this creative output that she wants. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why don't we rent a place? I'll, I'll pay for us to have a home and I will support your financial needs and give you the time and the space and the resources to make that your focus. Let's see if we can get that together, if we can get that off the ground. 
and oh that sounds like a dream and it's we're we're putting it into motion uh not not quite there yet where there's lots of moving parts lots of logistics we're trying to sort through uh because it's a pretty big life transition for us both but Mm -hmm. i i am super excited to see what she gets to create and as I've shared this with other friends and other creatives, I've heard so many times of, oh, I wish someone would do that for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish, I want more people to do it. Uh, yeah. And, and frankly, like, yeah, depending on how this goes, how long it goes, like, who knows, maybe it will be a, a model that I'll get to repeat with, with other creatives in my life that where we'd be able to share space well and I would be able to Mm. really use some of the resources that I have to help them take those next steps yeah and yeah I I don't know I don't know how many people that that is accessible for but Mm. it's accessible to more than the thought or idea occurs to and right. yeah. I, I want more people to think about that and to be willing yeah. to try it and yeah. see I mean, if we can bring more that of that be? back. That would be like, I'm trying to find the right words and not sound like too, um, <laughs> to, to some kind of way about it, but like, that would be all of the the fulfillment that we talked about and the reasons why right like it just feels good to support people it feels Mm -hmm. good to support the arts it feels good to have art in your home it feels good right and so this is a way that you can do that in like a a really life-changing way for another person you get to change their entire lives you get to support them you're going to feel good the way you're doing it you get to reside with them so you're always going to have like that that uh, evidence in front of you of the art that they're creating you get to like watch their process which can be painful sometimes uh, <laughs> and like that's that's a really really cool way so for any of our audience members who are listening who are like I could support another human being and I would love to support the arts like there is a creative out there who would love that and yeah. you know there's somebody out there whose work you're going to enjoy there's somebody out there for whom you can like figure out a way to you know, Renaissance style patron them. Like there's a way that it can happen. And I think that, I mean, that's why we have the podcast, right? To share new ways, to share new stories, to bring more awareness and representation. And yeah, I don't know of too many people doing it the way you're doing it. And I do know of a lot of people who would like it from both a supporter and a supportee kind of way, from an artist and from a patron kind of way. And I think that's really cool. And for a lot of people, maybe that's not accessible. Maybe you don't have an income that can support two people basically. And then we have Patreon and pretty much right. everybody like, and even if your artist isn't on Patreon, you can take the idea of Patreon and apply it to their PayPal or their Venmo. Like you could right. just, you could just send people money. You could send anybody money. And most people have a Venmo or a Patreon or some other way to accept funds online. And so if you see something or you read something or you watch or you hear something that is especially impactful for you and you're like, oh my God, that's amazing. Um, like, comment, share, subscribe, you know, do all the things. Yes. And if you want to like send them some dollar dollar bills, like find their Venmo, it's linked somewhere or you can ask them for it. And just like 
give them money and it will be so appreciated because we we have we have a tendency i feel like to be so much in this market mindset that mm-hmm. yes i will give them money if i am directly getting a product back i will buy from other creatives yeah. uh but which is fine please do that which is great yeah that's important and yeah. there yeah. is actual value in creativity getting supported even yeah. if you're not directly getting something back right and, and like we're a lot of creatives are making stuff and giving it away for free right right that's what the internet is most right. of the time. Like that's what Instagram is. That's what this podcast is. That's what so much YouTube is. It's like, we want this to be out there for free, but it doesn't mean we didn't put time and effort and like right. energy and blood, sweat and tears into it either. Right. So like. So support it. If you have, if you have the means, even if it is just a few bucks a month or mm-hmm. a few bucks every now and then to yeah. be able to, to support it even if you're not getting a painting back, a piece of jewelry back, right. a even if they're in the midst of a much larger project that you're not ever going to really get to own a piece of, yep. you can energetically and financially help foster that birth into this world. Yes. Exactly. And I think that that is so like underrated, but like, it feels amazing to be able to support somebody doing something. And there's so many ways you can do it. You don't have to throw a hundred dollars at somebody every month or ever. You don't like $1 here and there, you know, makes a huge difference. $5, like whatever it is that you can do. And as we said before, we spent like 20 minutes talking about all the free ways you can support yes. You don't even have to spend any money, but the arts and creativity is so important and so undervalued. And any artist friend will be able to talk to you about it for hours. I could talk about it for hours, obviously. <laughs> um, but hopefully like we've given you some ideas about why this is so important and how you can support your independent creatives, the independent creatives in your life. And, you know, the people you stumble across on the internet who are suddenly like, oh my God, you're my favorite ever. I've never heard of you before. How, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can make a huge difference in, in the person's life. You're going to make a huge difference in your life. And that's all going to ripple out. And eventually we can make a huge difference on society as a whole. We can make a huge difference in bringing more arts and creativity to the world, bringing more creative solutions, bringing better communication, bringing more opportunities for people. You know, we might even be able to change legislation in terms of like having a universal basic income or whatever. Like it seems like such a small thing, but like arts and creativity is not frivolous and dumb. It is really important. Mm. 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 Such good words. <laughs> amen. 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 Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, as always, thank you everybody for being here and for supporting our show by listening to it. If you have made it to the end, oh my God, thank you so much. This was one of our more fun rants, I would say. Yeah. Um, and go ahead, do all the things we talked about, like subscribe, comment, share, save, 
we do have a podcast only Patreon. Um, I have an individual Patreon. We both have our own Instagram accounts um, and we have one for the podcast. There are a million ways you can support this podcast. We talked about them all. Um, so go ahead and do that. If you're a creative and this spoke to you and you want to share it with your audience, please do that. Um, we will be sharing some of this information on easy to share slides um, on our Instagram as well. And if you are somebody who likes art, who likes creatives, who might have a creative in your life, which is pretty much everybody ever, uh, go ahead and share this. Share this information, do the supporting in whatever way you can. If you can do a like, do a comment, do a save, do that. If you can support via Patreon, if you can be a Renaissance style patron of a whole entire human, do that. <laughs> like do whatever you can. It's going to make a huge difference. And um, yeah, I hope you guys tune in next week for another excellent episode. Bye. Bye.